Welcome along to episode number 65 of Money to Burn, the podcast that looks at the lighter side of business. And today's episode, we have a very, very special episode. It's our Money to Burn annual Christmas special. Yes, this is the third annual Christmas special we've had. And we've been told it's like the new version of the toy show. Every year, you need your Money to Burn Christmas fix. And you don't even have to listen to Ryan Tuberty. And on this year's show, we're going to be heading back to the cafe, have an eggnog, and some mince pies, and giving you some of your favourites. We're going to have a, what? You never knew. It's going to tell you about a Christmas song, and you'll never hear it the same way again. We have a, you did what? The return of our new section. It's going to tell you about one of the world's most famous singers, and a job they did before they became a singer. And on Breaking Fad, the return of Breaking Fad, we're going to be telling you about a toy made famous by the one and only Macaulay Culkin. So sit back, relax and listen to all the Money to Burn Christmas special has to offer. You're listening to Money to Burn. to burn. So we are back in the cafe here for once again for another Money to Burn Christmas special. Yeah, I know everyone enjoyed the Christmas special of the last couple of years and uh, a few people reaching out to me as Christmas approached and said, Dave, get your ass back down to that cafe, tuck into some mince pies, have yourself some coffees and make us a new Money to Burn Christmas special to enjoy over the festive period. And look, who am I to say no to you amazing listeners that I have? Um, and there will be plenty more episodes of Money to Burn coming next year. I know there was a very, very sparse amount of Money to Burn this year, but we will be having loads more this year. And our first section on this year's Money to Burn Christmas special is a section that's been in every episode. If you've listened to every episode, you'll know exactly what I'm about to say now. It's a What You Never Knew. Yes, we have a What You Never Knew to kick off the Christmas special this year. And the What You Never Knew is about a very famous Christmas song and you're all you're all gonna know it and um, you can all sing along uh, feel free to uh, the song is we wish you a merry Christmas yeah you know what it's sung very jovial very we wish you a merry Christmas we wish you a merry Christmas you know very very happy upbeat jovial song um but it wasn't always that way okay it wasn't always good tidings we bring to you and your kin oh sorry apologies i'm disrupting people here in the cafe sorry no i'll keep it down and um, it wasn't always an upbeat song like that in fact it used to be sang in a very aggressive manner it would have been more kind of like we wish you a merry christmas kind of in an angry kind of way through gritted teeth and you're probably wondering why was it sung like that because the song originally wasn't meant to be a merry christmas it was actually originally a threat Yes, a threat. So next time you hear someone singing that, just remember it could be a bit of a threat. But um, yeah, so the ever popular song was originally sung loud. Um, it was sung repeatedly. So they just literally repeated that one line over and over again. And it was sung by rowdy crowds 
of lower class, well, they were deemed lower class, servants. Yes, they were servants that worked for uh, their masters, as they were called back in the day. And basically what they were doing by singing that song is they were demanding booze. Yes, they wanted booze so they could celebrate Christmas because they would have been looking in the windows of their masters, talking into a big turkey dinner, lashing back uh, bottles of wine. And basically they were singing, we wish you a Merry Christmas um, and a Happy New Year. But there was a very much an or else at the end. Uh, if we don't get our booze very quickly, uh, we will ruin your Christmas. So um, often they got their way. So if you're out carol singing this year, instead of singing it in a very upbeat, jovial manner, maybe try singing it in a really overly repetitive, aggressive manner. And you never know, you might even get a nice bottle of booze out of it. You're listening to Money to Burn. It wouldn't be a Christmas uh, special of Money to Burn if we didn't have a very festive special edition of Well Done, Old Chum. And this week's Well Done, Old Chum has a lot in common with last week's Well Done, Old Chum because it's something to do with animals. Yes, the ISPCA is who we gave our shout out to last week. Um, still, go back and listen to that episode if you haven't listened to it yet um, and you'll hear why we gave them a shout out. But this week's, we're giving a shout out to... It's actually a pet shop because we've given a shout. We've given shout outs to celebrities. We've given shout outs to friends of mine. We've given shout outs to charities, all sorts of places. I don't think we've ever given a shout out to an actual business, a shop. And this week's well done, old chum is going to Maxi Zoo Ireland. Yeah, because Maxi Zoo Ireland are running an amazing incentive that I've seen um, there. I only noticed it today. I was up in Maxi Zoo picking up a few little gifts myself um, before I popped along to the cafe here for my good friend Roman. And my new friend, Mr. Fred, who you can also hear more about if you listen to last week's episode. I was picking them up a couple of presents from Poanta. Yeah, that's our version of Santa Claus. And I know a lot of people say Santa Paws, but we say Poanta here in the uh, Money to Burn household. When I was up in Maxi Zoo Ireland, I saw a really good thing that they're doing, right? A really good incentive for the Christmas. And what they're trying to do is they want to make Christmas extra special for the less fortunate animals this year. So it's called Our Shelter Wishes Campaign, and they help make animals in need dreams come true. And here's how it works. So first of all, you pop into the store and you simply pick a wish from the Christmas tree in your local store. So up on the store, there um, is little envelopes and there is wishes on the store. Um, you'll see the, the animal's name and you'll see what their wish is. Um, so you buy the product on the wish card for the chosen charity. And you then put it under the tree and the charity then collect it on Christmas Eve. So you can sleep well knowing that you've helped an animal in need this Christmas. And that's running all the way up until Christmas Eve. It started actually on December 1st, so it's well underway. You might have already seen it yourselves, but I only saw it today. I was only in the shop there today. Um, and there it's running right up until Christmas Eve. So if you're popping into the shops and you're picking something up for your own pet dog, your own pet cat, maybe your own gerbil, you're picking up something for your gerbil or your goldfish for Christmas to make their day extra special, why don't you just take one of the cards off the tree and make a poor and fortunate animal that might not have a nice cosy fireplace um, or a nice place to stay this Christmas, their Christmas that little bit special. And for arranging that, that's why this week, Maxi Zoo Ireland, we want to say, well done. Old chum.
Money to Burn would like to wish you a very Merry Christmas. You did what on Money to Burn? So in last week's episode, we launched a brand new section of the show, You Did What? And You Did What? Uh, went down a real treat uh, with our listeners, and they wanted to hear more of it. So we're going to do a Christmas version of You Did What? And on You Did What? We look at famous people, celebrities and the likes, um, and what did they do before they became famous, yeah? Um, it could be an actor, it could be a singer, it could be a politician, it could be anybody. And this week's uh, You Did What? is a very, very famous singer uh, called Taylor Swift. Yeah, very, very famous. We've given uh, Taylor Swift, actually, um, a well-done old chum in the past. Uh, one of our early well-done old chums went to Taylor Swift, who was given three grand, uh, random, uh, three grand, that was the fixed amount, to her random fans on um, Twitter. They weren't random fans, but it was just kind of random to be just giving them three grand. Uh, she just posted one day, does anyone need any help? And a few people replied, and she gave them 3,000 quid. Well... She might have been able to give them 3,000 quid back in the day um, before she became a famous singer because her job was certainly not paying three grand a day for what she was doing back then. If you know Taylor Swift, you'll know that she had a song out uh, a couple of years back called Christmas Tree Farm. Yeah, you might have heard the song Christmas Tree Farm. You might not have heard it, but it was a very popular song. And the reason why she released that song, some people won't know, is that Tay-Tay, as she's also known, grew up on a Christmas tree farm. So, naturally enough... It happens to be, that's where she worked her very first job. Yes, Taylor Swift's very first job was working on a Christmas tree farm. Now, you might think, what did she do? Did she maybe just get the trees ready for sale? Um, by maybe at the counter or something like that, sell them. Maybe she was a good sales rep or something like that. But she actually wasn't. She had a very, very specific job on the Christmas tree farm. And what it was, was, it's a very strange, I didn't even know Christmas trees had these on them. But she was responsible for picking praying mantis pods yes praying mantis pods off of christmas trees to make sure they didn't hatch in people's houses yes so before she was helping her fans by giving them tree grand to help them through covid she was there busy helping people have a good christmas just so praying mantis pods wouldn't hatch in her house and that was her she said her, her technique was she'd pick them off the tree and uh dispose of them i don't know how she disposed of them but one question i have for you taylor uh, i'm sure picking them off one by one uh, would have taken a quite a lot of time would it not have been a lot more productive just to i don't know shake them off money to burn would like to thank all our listeners from around the world and wish you a very merry christmas and a happy new year. Breaking Fad on Money to Burn. So in today's Christmas special, we have the return of Breaking Fad. We haven't had a Breaking Fad in a long, long time. But with Christmas, one of the things you think about, obviously with Christmas, is toys, yeah. And toys from when you were a kid. And also what you think of maybe when you think of Christmas is the film, 
Home Alone, one of the biggest, best films um, I've ever watched, um, ever in my life. No, one of the best holiday films for sure. Um, and Home Alone 2 wasn't too bad either. After that, uh, you can keep them. Home Alone 3, 4, 5 and whatever else went after that. Um, I think I watched them all once at one stage and yeah, not impressed. But Home Alone 2 actually wasn't too bad. It was pretty much the exact same storyline as the first. Um, your one wakes up and screams, Kevin! In the first one. And then in the, sorry, annoying people again here in the cafe. But yeah, now the second one she just, um, somehow, uh, they fly to Florida. He flies to New York. He gets led on a plane, a child on his own. Flies to uh, New York on his own and he's lost in the city and he manages to get his hands on his father's credit card and stays in a whopper hotel um, and the manager suddenly notices that he's on his own um, the manager actually in that film um, is actually played plays the same the guy who plays the manager in there the in the hotel is actually the guy who plays it in the original it once you see it um you can't unsee it i keep saying the word it there now it wasn't intentional but yeah it is it's actually all i can see now is the is the clown it but if you're watching over the christmas keep an eye out for that one of the big things in the film you'll remember was the talk boy do you remember the talk boy and that's what we're going to talk about today on uh, breaking fad was the talk boy the toy do you remember the toy it was basically the thing that macaulay culkin held and talked into when he was trying to uh, like when the remember the manager comes into the into the hotel room and he's pretending his dad's really there and he uses this talk boy to trick everyone now the talk boy was originally conceived as a cassette recorder and player prop for the 1992 film Home Alone. It was actually made as a prop. It wasn't originally meant to be a toy. It was never meant to be launched for the public. But obviously kids see something in a film that's so cool. And uh, they see Macaulay Culkin using it. Um, and he was one of 90s. He was a 90s icon. All the kids wanted to be um, Richie Rich. He was also in. Uh, wanted to be Macaulay Culkin. Um, and the company was basically given permission by the movie studio. To sell a retail version of the toy. And it released two cassette recorders. Modelled off the film prop in 92 and 93. Now, the original model didn't have the variable speed voice changer. Do you remember the thing you used? That's kind of what made it cool. Otherwise, it was just a cassette recorder. Um, but in 1993, they launched a deluxe model, which added the voice changing feature in. Now, the release of Home Alone 2 um, in July, which is kind of mad, isn't it? It was released on video in July. Like, okay, who's watching that during the summer? Um... Basically, the interest in the toy spiked, and retailers had really underestimated how big this was going to be, and the Lux Talkboy was one of the most sought-after toys during 1993. I remember kids in my school wanting one. Um, it was huge in the States, but it was also big here, all the way over here in Ireland. Whatever happens in the States usually ends up coming here to Ireland. Um, the, the product actually continued to be a bestseller across holiday seasons in the future, and they even released a pink version um, of a cassette recorder, the same one, and they called it the Lux Talk Girl. And it was uh, released in 1995. Um, I think it was the exact same as the talk boy. Just really lazy marketing. Make it pink. The girls will love it. Uh, That's what they did anyway. And uh, I don't think it sold as well anyway. But the success of the talk boy continued. And the cassette recorder spawned a product of online technology uh, of novelty toys. uh, From walkie talkies uh, to little uh, carrier radios. Um, The tiger... Tiger transitioned then to digital technology, obviously as technology went on, and um, they made a lot of money uh, off all the products from the digital technology right back to the original Talkboy, and they sold more than a million units in 45 days of the Talkboy talk girls which is a lot of toys um, and a lot of lucky children if you got happened to get a talk boy back in the day you're a very lucky uh, you grew up in a very lucky 
privileged household because um, I didn't get a talk boy I just had to um, basically shout into a box and listen to the what came back listen to the listen to the the sound of the echo and uh, was, that was that was as close to a talk boy as I got but no if you do have a talk boy still today you're probably wondering because you know that's what we do here in Breaking Fad we look and see what are they worth today if you had a talk boy I'm sure it's not still in its box there's no way anyone still has a talk boy you'd have to take it out and use it if you had it yeah uh, but if you do have a talk boy you could get, originally it sold for $20, which sounds cheap enough, doesn't it? $20 for the most sought after toy. You could get, and I think this is a pretty good jump up from a Talkboy, 300 euro now for it, uh, or $300, uh, depending that you know yourself, you can just change it to your own local currency, but I, I, I checked it out in euros, obviously, because I'm here in Ireland, and 300 euro is what they're going for on eBay at the moment, so if you do have a talk boy and you don't kind of have any nostalgia about Home Alone and you're looking to get rid of it, you could make a nice tidy profit for it um, over the Christmas period, that would nearly buy you a PlayStation 5, wouldn't it? Um, but you might want to hold on to it, and you might want to have a bit of fun with it yourself, but if you did want to sell it, you could do something very clever, right? Because I did look up talk boys and see could you still buy them and there was fake versions of them on a website called etsy you've probably heard of etsy and they're selling for six dollars 66 cent and you can buy a fake talk boy now i don't know what kind of features it has um i'm not sure how good it is it is as good as the original it probably could be um i might actually order one actually and give it away as a prize give away a fake talk boy on uh, the money to burn podcast and i'll let you know what it's like is it as good as the old one I never had one, but I know the features, so I'll be able to tell you. Um, but if you do happen to have one, and you are looking to uh, sell it, you could make $300 um, from just having an old Home Alone toy. Or else you might want to just hold on to it and record yourself on repeat, just saying things like, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. I think that's what pretty much everyone just did. On repeat, constantly, for the whole of Christmas. You're listening to the Money to Burn Christmas Special. Tech Tricks on Money to Burn. So on this Christmas edition of Tech Tricks, I'm going to be giving you an app that you might want to download over the Christmas period to have a bit of Christmas fun uh, with you and the kids, okay? And this is a really, really good app. I've seen there's quite a lot of uh, Christmas-related apps out there for both iOS and for Samsung, um, and whatever, depending on what your user is, should I say Android rather than Samsung, because you can have Sony, I think some people still have Sony phones, don't they? Even a few people even have a couple of Nokias out there. But whatever your phone is, as long as it's a smartphone, you can download this app too, and I think you can have a good bit of fun over the Christmas uh, with it. And it's called Santa's Naughty or Nice List, yes? And what Santa's Naughty or Nice List basically is, it's an app where you basically get your child to put its finger on the screen and then Santa will be able to give you a verdict whether he thinks your kid has been either naughty or nice. So if obviously if you get naughty, um, your child will have to maybe perk up its ideas and uh, settle down a little bit and uh, get back on the nice list. If the kid is nice, it can just continue as it is and what it's doing. And of course, parents uh, can give updates to Santa 
uh, via the app to let him know whether they think their kid is being naughty or nice. Um, although he is always watching, um, it is obviously the, the parents can have some input in letting Santa give their opinion. Just in case Santa missed something, Santa might be looking the opposite way one day and uh, the kid does something. Uh, your little child, your little bundle of joy does something and uh, your parent has the, the authority, let's just say, to let them know whether the child has been naughty or nice in that moment. And then Santa can then go, ooh, I'll add that to my list of things that uh, Mr. Elf on a Shelf might have missed. Because Mr. Elf on a Shelf gets very distracted, you see that. Um, I've seen a lot of pictures around where he's uh, having eggnog, too much eggnog, too much chocolate. Um, and he's ended up in rather peculiar positions, so he might miss different things. So um, this app is really, really good. Well worth downloading. Um, it's available on both Android, as I say, and on iOS. And it's Santa's Naughty or Nice list. So get that download it and have a bit of fun a bit of naughty fun or nice fun over christmas you're listening to money to burn None of your business on Money to Burn. So now on the show, we have a section that we call None of Your Business. Yes, where we cover things that have nothing to do with business. And this is going to be something that's going to be very interesting for you to know over the Christmas period. Because when you think of romance and you think of Christmases, um, often you might think of people proposing at Christmas. Yeah, a lot of people propose uh, to their loved ones at Christmas time. And also, a lot of people look for kisses from those they like at Christmas time, and they'll often try and do it under the mistletoe. Now, with the fact I'm going to tell you next on None of Your Business might stop you from going under the mistletoe this Christmas, because uh, while mistletoe is considered an aphrodisiac by the druids, yeah, I reached out to the druids and they told me that themselves, it also happens to translate... Um, I'll tell you, according to Interflora, who really know their flowers, um, the original name for mistletoe was mistaltan, okay? And mistal comes from the Anglo-Saxon word for dung. Yes, dung. And tan means stick. Yeah, so the word tan means stick. Uh, Saxon, and the Anglo-Saxon word for a mistal is dung. So put them together, and you're basically getting... Dung on a stick, yes. So if you're asking someone at the office Christmas party, or you're asking your loved one, your wife, your girlfriend, or whoever else, to go for a kiss under the mistletoe, um, maybe don't give her the direct translation, or I think your chances of love are really, really uh, up against it. Uh, let's go for a kiss under the dung on a stick. Uh, I don't think it'll go down too well. And if you are planning, planning to propose this Christmas, maybe do it in a better place than under the mistletoe. How utterly... Unromantic. And that, my friends, is the end of episode number 65 of Money to Burn, the podcast that looks at the lighter side of business. I hope you've all enjoyed this festive edition of Money to Burn. It's become quite the annual tradition that we make a Christmas episode of the podcast. If you want to talk to me over the Christmas period, you can get me on Twitter, money to underscore burn. You can also get me over on Instagram, money to burn podcast. If you want to drop us an email, info at money to burn podcast. And you can also visit us on the website at money to burn.com. I hope you all have a brilliant Christmas. I hope you all eat until you can't barely move out of the armchair watch loads of Christmas movies and make sure you listen back to the 65 episodes of Money to Burn we've made because they are timeless until next time 
Stay safe, stay happy, but most of all, stay lucky. <laughs>